Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. Acts chapter 3. Chapter 3, verse 1. Use the name. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked for alms. And fixing his eyes on him with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have, I give you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them walking, leaping, and praising God. And by the way, I think that's walking and leaping and praising God. I think that's the time frame. Walking and leaping and praising God. Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. And all of the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat by sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Use the name of Jesus. We understand that Jesus was given this name and we understand that that name is above every name. Every name named. Mary did not, Mary and Joseph did not have an option to name, the, name Jesus any other name other than the name Jesus. They named the other children James and the others, but when we get to this name, this is the name that was given. And this name we understand, he shall be called Jesus because it says in Matthew 1.21, for he will save his people from their sins. He's going to rescue, deliver, protect, and heal the people from their sins, from their acts that's contrary to the will of God. When we look in, James, in uh, Acts chapter number three, we see here um, a man, and I want to take a look at this. Man, it says it doesn't give his name, Elder Mike. It just says a certain man. So we understand that this is not a parable. This is something that actually happened. I love a slow read through the text. 
It says, a certain man. Then it says, this man was lame from his mother's womb. So this man had no familiarity with walking. There was nothing about his past experiences that there was a correlation with walking. So it says, from the day he was born, he was lame. From that point, think about it. The next word, it says, he was carried. Stop right there. Carried. Now, we understand from a baby standpoint, we'll dedicate uh, babies today. We understand that as children are small, you carry them because they haven't learned to walk. But when we look at this guy, when he was two, still had to be carried. Seven still had to be carried. Sixteen carried. And then it says now he's a man. Carried. Everywhere he was to go, somebody had to carry him carry him. It says not only was he carried, there was a routine that was happening in his life. Because this man, because of his inability to work, the Bible says daily. Daily, they did something. They laid him where? at the gate of the temple. Stop right there. Every day, somebody had to get him ready, prepare whatever food he was going to eat, physically carry him. I don't know if what they used. It didn't say they had a wheelchair. It just says he was carried. And then it says they laid him at the temple gate. This was the daily routine. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Every day this was happening. Now, he did not have the ability to work. He was carried there because his purpose in being laid there was to beg. Beg alms of those who were coming to the temple that day. And, and, and I want you to understand, he was laid not at any gate, but the text says he was laid at the beautiful gate. Oh, the Holy Ghost can write, can't he? Here is my ugly situation. Being brought to the beautiful gate. How am I supposed to feel about this? What am I supposed to think about this? 
Am I to let my pessimism take over? Or am I to be an optimist? Am I just sit there and go, I can't believe I got this ugly situation and the audacity of them to lay me here at this beautiful cave? Or could it be that God Almighty specifically designed the gate called it beautiful brought him there because he's going to turn an ugly situation around into something good something beautiful and it says he laid him there now I want you to understand I, 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 from just now here I am just, from a man's perspective just personally speaking one of the lowest uh, points in my life one of the, I, it was disturbing points, was when I started New Covenant Christian Ministries, uh, the church that you now sit in, and the very first year I did not get paid. And the next year I got, was paid the grand sum annually of about $1,500 for the year. And I am a firm embracer of the 11th commandment, which is thou shalt have a check. It rubbed me wrong all up and down my Birmingham fur. Everything about me was recoiling against the situation that God had called me to. Because God put me in the situation. I'm not there out of disobedience. I'm there because of obedience to God. And here I am, month here, money here. Month here, money here. Month here, money here. But thank God for a beautiful wife who was working. But Kim, that hit my pride like nothing else. So I don't know how this guy felt. I can only imagine what he felt having to go there and on a daily basis begging money 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 then the Bible says here what's very interesting it says he saw Peter and John about to enter the temple and this was a popular gate. You know, it's sort of like, you know, New Covenant. Most of y'all come in facing on the right side. Y'all don't come in on that, them doors over there. Most of you. Then you walk all the way over because that's your entry point. We got all these doors, and that's the one you choose. And so the beautiful gate, he looked and he, 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 he looked at Peter and John, and he was asking for alms and fixing his eyes on him with John. Peter said, look at us. Now, can you imagine this guy, people passing by, 
They see him on a daily basis. They're passing him by. But somebody stops and says, look at us. Look at us. And look what the text says. So he, verse 5, gave them his attention. Oh, I love this phrase. Expecting to receive something. Stop right there. When you come to the house of the Lord, do you expect to receive something? Is there anything on the inside of you that you're not coming or you're not viewing just because of religious purposes, but there is an expectation that, wait a minute, today might be the day that God does the impossible. God breaks through. The miracle happens today. The prayer answers is answered today. Could it be that God is waiting on you to expect something? What did you walk in here with today? You who are viewing, what are you expecting today? Put it in the comments. I'm expecting. And I believe I'm here to encourage you to expect something. Listen, listen, listen. Whatever he does, I know it's going to be good. However he moves, I know it's going to be for my best interest. How, whatever God chooses to do through whoever he wants to use, I know it's going to be just fine. Expecting to receive expecting to receive something. I know you've been dealing with it a long time. I know right now it's more normal for you to have it than do you, for you to be without it. But could it be today? It's the day that God wants you to expect to receive something. Could it be that, yeah, I know it doesn't look like it's going to turn around and I've been kind of dealing with it over for an extended period of time. In fact, my mama and my grandmama dealt with the same thing. But could it be today that God says, I need you to expect to receive something? Come on, Billy Ray, preach today. Expect to receive something. Something. I feel like I need to holler. Why? Because why? Because I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm priming the faith pump. I'm priming the faith pump to finally get you to begin to expect to receive something, recognizing that you are dealing with a God who is able to exceed anything that you could ever ask him, anything, any prayer request that you could bring before the throne. His power is not equal to your request. His power surpasses your request. Expect to receive something. Today could be the day of your deliverance. Today could be the day of your breakthrough. Today could be the day that you finally walk through free. Today could be the day. Today, you mean to tell me today? Today you could walk out of this sanctuary. You, those of you who are walking, who are watching online, next thing you know, all of a sudden, it's gone. The pain's gone. The situation's gone. I'm healed. The deliverance has already happened. Expecting. To receive something. 
expecting to receive something. I feel my Baptocostal coming on me now. Expecting to receive something. You said, Pastor, please don't get my hopes up. Please don't talk to me like that. Please don't, 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 don't mess with me today like that. Don't stop, because you, you, you start getting, I'm, I'm tender right there. I'm already sensitive right there. Don't start acting, no, no, don't, don't you start that, because next thing you know, I'll find myself hoping. If I find myself hoping, that's just what I want. That's what we want, because faith is the substance of things hoped for. My friend, faith begins to give evidence to the thing that you hope for. What's going on in your hope-o-meter? Where is your hope-o-meter right now? When you begin to look at your hope-o-meter, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I doubt I trust the sweetest dream, but I'm on holy lean on his name. I'm, I'm not leaning on my own understanding. I'm not leaning on my past. I'm not leaning on what I think, what I feel, but I'm aware of who I'm dealing with. And this guy looked upon them and the deck says he was expecting to receive expecting to receive something. Uh, Expecting to receive something. Shout something. Oh! Thank you, Lord. Expecting to receive something. Oh! Expecting to receive something. I thank the Lord for it. I thank the Lord for it. I thank the Lord for it because he moved beyond the place where he know everybody was passing him by. Everybody was looking beyond him. And Peter said, give me your attention. And he expected to receive something. Now, now, let, let the story continues. It says here, Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. Now, back up. What was the guy expecting to receive? He was at the gate looking for what? Silver and gold. Are <laughs> oh, you understand? He was there looking to receive silver and gold. And the first words out of your mouth 
when you come, you told me to look at you. And the very first words out of your mouth is you telling me you don't have what I just asked for. It's like, please, move on. You're, you're blocking the view. He said, no, 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 I don't have, I don't have silver. It's silver and gold, but I'm glad that the way the text is written, there's a comma there. Because if there was a period there, that means that would have been the end of the statement. Silver and gold, I don't have. But then he, he put the comma. Then he says, but. Oh, now. That means there's another course of action. There's another statement that's getting ready to be made. There's something that has, is getting ready to happen. Listen to this. That's going to override what was previously said. When you put the word but there, when you put that word but, it means that there is something that is getting ready to happen. He said, listen, 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 silver and gold I do not have, but letting you know what I do have. Oh, I got something. I got something that is greater than what you asked for. You asked for silver. You asked for gold that I don't have, but what I do have. Now notice, he said, that is what I'm going to give you. What I do have, what I do have, I give you. In the name In the name of Jesus. That's what I got. In the name of, just in case you didn't know who I'm talking about, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The one that you probably have been hearing about, the resurrected one, the king, the, 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 the one who, who we've been walking with. He says, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He told him to do something. He said, rise up and walk. Now, now, I, I, I know, I know y'all like to take points, and so he, let me give you a few points. Let me, let me help you. Let me. First of all, when you talk about this name, there must be association with the name. In order for you to use it, in order for you to be an authorized user, there has to be, a, there has to be an association with the name. You, you, you can't just go out there uh, and have no association with the name and use the name. And, and what I'm getting at is this. See, the power that is represented in the name has been delegated to the authorized users of the name. And the authorized users of the name are those who've been associated with the name with Jesus himself. So my question is, with you, is there an association with the name? When people think of you, is there an association with Jesus? Or do they think, you're a Christian. You go to church. 
You, you know, it, should, <laughs> it shouldn't be that. So there is this association with the name. Let me give you a case in point. Case in point, in Acts chapter number 19, there were these guys, uh, the, the seven sons of Sceva. They were going to do this exorcism in Jesus' name. And then they went in there and said, in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preached, come out of him, come out of him, in Jesus' name. The devil looked back at him and said, now, Jesus, I know. Because he just whooped me. Then he says, this Paul, I know. He used to be one of us. Oh, he turned on us. But then he said, who are you? What's your name? Hold on. Wait, let, me, let me check my, check my. I don't, I don't see you in heaven's context. I, I don't see that there's any association with you in the name. And the Bible says, now one of some of the funniest scriptures, some of the funniest scriptures. The Bible says, the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on him, overpowered them, prevailed against them, so that they fled out of the house naked. Now, it's something to beat somebody. But it's something to beat the clothes off somebody. That's a Philadelphia whipping right there. That's a beat the, I beat the, I beat the clothes off you. You know, now that's I'm going to beat the brakes off you. So he says he left naked and wounded. So my question is, is there an association? All I'm saying is this, in our lives, if we're going to be users of the name of Jesus, there has to be this integration of your life in him. So that means he's yours, you're his, there is no, listen, there, there is no distance between you. Wherever I am, he's there. Wherever, listen, whatever he wants me to go, I want to do that. So there's this close association, and daily we're getting closer and closer and walking with him more and more. So anytime I whisper the name, I don't have to yell it, I can use it. I can, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And the same power at whatever decibel level can be used. My friend, it's not in the volume, it's in the association. Because there are some people screaming in the name of Jesus, and the devil's just sitting there going, now you know me and you hang out. <laughs> but then here's the next thing, here's the next thing. Listen, there is action required by the name. Action required by the name, by the name. You said, where did you get that from? Verse number seven. Now, now, Malachi, get ready, get ready. I'm coming over there to you. Here it is, here he is, here he is, here he is. The Bible says in verse number seven, what did he do? What did he do, verse number seven? He took him by the right hand and did what? He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. He took him, so it required some action. He took him by the right hand. Now, wait a minute, y'all. He went to a lame man. He went to a lame man, and then he took him by the right hand, and then he lifted him up. Thank you, sir. He, he took him by, wait a minute, the lame man, and lifted him up. Sometimes you got to go, it, the action is required on your part. If you're using the name, if you're, you're so big to pray in his name, go ahead and act like you believe that what you're praying is going to happen. 
So it, he took him by the right hand and he lifted him up. Now, what does the text say? Well, let's put it on the wall. Let me show you. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and the text says, and what? Immediately. immediately. Oh, I love the immediately's in the Bible. Oh, everybody say immediately. You mean to tell me God can immediately do something that had this guy bound from his mother's womb immediately. He took him by the right hand and immediately, immediately, something began to happen. Wait just a minute. Put the text up again. The text says he took him by the right hand immediately his feet and ankle bones receive what? Strength. Immediately his feet and his ankle bones. What I love about God, he specified what needed some help. Have you ever had your leg go to sleep? And then, you know, it took a while just to get it, you know, you're kind of shaking, doing you. And, and anybody know what I'm saying? This guy's legs would sleep all his life. They never received any kind of life. And then the Bible says something happened and immediately his feet and his ankle bones, his ankle bones received strength. Now, 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 now. Wait just a minute. He took him by the hand. His feet and ankle bone received strength. Verse 8 says, so leaping up, stop. Earlier, it says they laid him at the gate. They laid him there. So apparently, this what he was, he may have been sitting on the ground. That's what I'm, you know, and you scholars can help me with this, but I'm surmising that he was on the ground. Now, those of you who have good legs and you try to leap up from the ground in a seated position, some of us can be very challenging. We have to use our arms, legs, and everything else to get it. You see what I'm talking about? But the power of God was so strong. It hit, I don't know, we talk about quickening. It hit, the, I don't know, it says immediately, it hit his echo bones, it hit his feet, and all of a sudden he leaped. <laughs> it says he leaped up. Now wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. He took him by the right hand. He leaped up, stood, walked, and entered the temple with them. Do you see that? Now, now listen, folks. This is what I want to get to. This is what I want to show you. It took action on behalf of Peter to pray for him and reach down and grab him. But it also took action on behalf of the guy who was all who was lame because he had to get up and do something. Could it be that we are receiving God's power but we haven't taken it to the next level? 
Because it says here, the Bible, I'm, I'm just reading, I'm just reading what the text says. It says here that he was, he leaped up, stood, and walked. He leaped up, stood, and walked, and entered the temple. Stop right there. Stop right there. Let me go ahead and put that in there. I'm a pastor, and my name is Billy Johnson. Listen to me. He didn't get what he needed and went back home. He didn't get his prayer answered and do anything. Said, now that I got mine, I don't need to do anything for the kingdom. I don't even need to go anything. He, no, no, no. The first thing that he wanted to do, the text says, the text says he went into the temple with them. He didn't get a miracle from them and then avoided the temple that they were going to. Church just not for me, you know. I just don't believe in all. No, baby, let me tell you something. Could it be? Could it be that the thing that God does outside of the door, he wants to come into the door so to ignite those on the inside so that they can get the fire once again? Are you seeing this? It says here that he went in walking and leaping and praising God. Walking and leaping and praising God. Walking and leaping and praising. Listen, this is what he said. I know y'all may have protocol. I don't care what you got going on. But listen, I'm going to be walking. I'm going to go ahead and leap and I'm going to praise God. I'm going to walk and I'm going to leap and I'm praise God. Listen, listen to me. Can you hear the praise team talking? Didn't we? Hold on. Wasn't that, wasn't that John John sitting at the door? John John, John who all, they lay him at the door every Sunday. Not every Sunday, every day. When we pass by and they say they went into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. This is what I'm getting to. This is what I'm going to get to. The action is there because, listen, here it is, authority is invested in his name. The authority is invested in his name. The authority, my friend, is not invested in how loud or how low or how religious you say the name. It's not rolling your R's. It's the authority is in the name. The, uh, listen, the authority is, it didn't care how you feel, how you look. It didn't even say you have had to know, have known the name for an extended period of time. The authority is invested in the name. As long as you're an authorized user of the name, you can go ahead and use the name because the authority is in... Come on, say the authority is in the name. The authority is in the name of Jesus. Please know that, that this authority is in his name. What I love about God, he, he gives us trial runs. He gives us trial runs. What do you mean? This wasn't the first time that Peter had done this. When you remember over in Luke chapter number 10, Jesus sent them out to, do, to, 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 to preach and to minister. And in Luke 10, 17 says, Then the 17 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. Meaning that, listen, this wasn't the first time. It worked then when you were with us. And now that you have ascended, the same name works. 
So what I love about it, the authority is invested in his name when he was present with them physically, and even after he ascended, the authority was still there in his name. So right now, right now you say, Pastor, I don't, I, I don't feel like I have the power. I don't feel like I have the power. I'm going to tell you what happened with me. Oh, hurry and finish, Johnson. Hurry and finish. I had to pray for somebody who, 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 uh, um, they were, basically they came up on, on crutches. And, and, uh, and I was, you know, dealing with healing ministry and all this and just thinking, thanking the Lord for that. And, and I'm used to, I'm used to laying my hands on people and ministering. And I understood, through my studies, I understand that the gift of healing is, you know, mending things back together. And the guy said to me, he said, I have torn ligaments. I said, Lord, in my mind, I said, that's a miracle. And then I'm thinking, right, I said, I don't have that. I said, in other words, that ministry, the miraculous, that had manifested in my ministry. And I don't, I don't like playing folk. I like to be honest, you know. And then the Holy Spirit said, you have me. Rather than you have a gift, you have the giver. And I literally just waved my hand in front of the guy's leg. He dropped the crutches and kind of did what this guy would do. What we found out later, this was on a weekend, he was supposed to have surgery on that Monday. And look at what God did. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Walking and leaping and praising God. The authority is invested in his name. It wasn't because I had some kind of gift. What I had was the name of Jesus and the authority that was invested in his name. And what I love about it, what I love about it, just so you can, won't get it twisted. See, we've said so far that uh, there has to be an association with the name and action is required uh, by that name. Authority is invested in the name, but faith gives access to the name. Faith gives access to the name. Skip down to verse number 16. Verse 16 says, and his name what does the next phrase say? Through faith in his name. It's on the board. In his name, through what? That, in other words, there has to be a belief in his name. Faith gives you access to his name. And I love this. I love this. I love this. The last thing I just want to tell you, and I'm done. Results come because of the name. Verse, same verse. And his name, through faith in his name, what did he do? It made this man strong. If you want results, use the name. If you, I'm talking about the name of Jesus. When we look here, the Bible says this man's feet and ankle bones. Dr. Luke was talking about it, and it says they were never able to support the man. That that he depended on for daily support never supported him. God supplied the strength so that daily he now could support himself. 
And here, it was complete healing. This word strengthened comes from that medical term. When it used, used, it talks about a complete healing. It refers to, listen, sockets being at rest. God put the sockets in the right place. (laughs) Come on, everybody say, go ahead, Jesus. That's what I'm talking about right there. When God does a miracle, Whatever he's doing for you today, listen, that that the microscope cannot see, that that laser may not can get to, he through his power can begin to reach through and get to the hidden places and make the adjustments that need to be made through faith in his name. Father, I give you praise today. I give you honor today. We come today thanking you that we can expect to receive something. In Jesus' name, we speak life to your people. We take authority over every abnormality, sickness, disease, everything that's not like you, even long-term diagnosis that's happened with your people. And Father, we ask you by your Holy Spirit to begin to minister and mend and heal. You, Your power is not short-circuited. Today, you stirred our hearts and we use the name of Jesus and we say, in the name of Jesus, be healed. Rise, take your bed in Jesus' name. And Father, we thank you for causing your power to go in the various situations, various spaces, in the hearts and lives and physical bodies of your people. And we thank you for literally transforming us in Jesus' name. Now, if there's somebody that needs to be saved today, do it. If there's somebody that needs to be delivered today, do it. You need to add to the church today. Do it. Thank you. Let the number of disciples be multiplied. Do the amazing. Do the miraculous. And we trust you for it. In the name of Jesus. Now with every head bowed, every eye closed. You say, Pastor, I've never prayed to receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. But today I want to do that. I want to give my heart to the Lord. I need to be saved. If you're watching online and you say, Pastor, I need to be saved. I need to give my heart to the Lord. I want to know that my sins are free given. I want to know that I have this relationship. I want the authority to use his name. Not not so that I can get the glory. I believe that I want to just be a blessing to others. So thank you. Help me to be rightly associated with the name. My friend, if that's you, we're going to pray together. I want to lead you in a prayer. And you, as a new believer, will be given authority in his name. Pray with me, everybody. Dear God, Come on, we pray with me. Dear God, I come to you today thanking you that it's no other name given among men whereby we might be saved other than the name of Jesus. So today, Jesus, I ask you, save me. I call upon your name. I call you Lord. I ask you, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Transform my life. I receive you today. And I thank you for receiving me. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Listen, every head bowed, every eye closed. If that was your first time praying that prayer, asking Jesus to come into your heart, and you're in here in the sanctuary right now, wherever you are, would you raise your hand so I can see it? Pastor, I prayed that prayer for the first time, asking Jesus to come into my heart. Raise it high so I can see that. If that was your first time praying that prayer, anybody, if you're watching online, you say, Pastor, that was me. I prayed that prayer. Listen, listen, what we want to do, we want to just thank the Lord for you. You can look up at me here in the sanctuary. We want to thank the Lord for you praying the prayer. And this is your next step. Even if you're here in the sanctuary and didn't raise your hand, go to newcov.org, N-E-W-C-O-V.org. And there is a button that says connect. It says connect with Christ. And you'll see it right there where you make the connection with the Lord Jesus Christ. And then we'll, we have information to lead you on your journey with Christ. And my friend, listen, that same place, if you need a church home, whether you're here or on, in, online, listen, same place, connect. And then you can connect as a member. And I would love to be your pastor, love to walk alongside you because we have kingdom business to do. And we need to do it together in his name. Amen. 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 Let's thank the Lord for that. What an awesome God we serve. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.